A pleasure to welcome our next guest back to the program. David Wells is a senator representing Newfoundland and Labrador in the Canadian Senate. Senator Wells joins us today from Birmingham in the United Kingdom, where he, as vice president of the Canada-Europe Parliamentary Association, is attending a European security conference to deal with Russia and the Ukraine. And he stepped out of that meeting to be with us for a few moments. Senator Wells, good morning, sir, and welcome back to our program. Thank you very much, Sterling, and happy Canada Day weekend. Well, the same to you, Senator. Uh, tell us a little bit about your meeting before we talk about this op-ed that you wrote about border crossings of the future. What's going on this weekend with our European allies that you're attending? Well, I'd be glad to tell you about that. Of course, everyone is fully aware of what Russia has done to Ukraine uh, and how destabilizing that has been, not just for Europe, but for the world, with uh, increase in food prices due to shortages, increase in fuel prices due to uh, due to the disruption that uh, that Russia has caused and uh, and of course you know Russia threatening all borders uh, it's not just Ukraine others that are not just part of NATO but part of the European family mm-hmm. uh, you know they feel they feel threatened as well and uh, and these are these are legitimate feelings to have and we're trying to deal with that interesting stuff well uh, you've written a, 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 an op-ed that appeared in the nation's newspapers a few uh, weeks a few days ago the title was feds would have and border agents a free pass to your digital life. And this is all about Bill S-7. Now, I'm quoting from your piece, quote, Bill S-7 is a government bill introduced in the Senate to amend the Customs Act. It's supposed to clarify the circumstances under which border officers can search documents and files stored on your digital devices. Instead, it invents a shallow search standard that gives border officers a free hand to root through your most private and personal information. Talk about that shallow st- search standard. It's about the wording in the uh, in the bill uh, it, that is so shallow. You took great exception to the wording. Tell us what the wording was and what you'd like to change to. Well, there are a couple of things. As it stands now, uh, according to an Alberta uh, high court ruling uh, that deemed the current standards that the CBSA employed to search through your personal digital devices, uh, there was there were no standards. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the Alberta court said uh, that unimpeded access to personal digital devices, whether it's laptop or iPad or your phone, uh, violated the Charter Protection to Privacy and Unreasonable Search. Uh, the government came up, and, and they ordered the government to come up with a law to address that. Okay. The government came up with a the government came up with a standard called reasonable general concern. When I read that, and when many of my colleagues saw that, we thought that was far too low a bar. And of course, undefined in Canadian law, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 there were a no, number of other things uh, that I had issue with the bill, but that was the main one: reasonable general concern, which we amended in the Senate uh, to reasonable grounds to suspect, which is a well-known legal concept. Okay, so now where would the phrase "probable cause" come into play? I know it's not in the language, the specific language of the bill, but that's what we're talking about, isn't it, Senator? We're talking about a reasonable uh, uh, or probable reason to uh, intercept someone and demand a further, a deeper investigation. Well, you're absolutely right. So reasonable grounds to suspect. You have to have a reason. You know, there has to be something behind it. For instance, 
if you're bringing in drugs and a sniffer dog comes up and sniffs your bag and sits down or gives whatever signal he's trained to give, that's reasonable grounds to suspect. Sure because, is. Because you have something you have something to base it on. Uh, of course, this bill is for documents contained on your on your on your on your phone. Right. Uh, and and so if you have perhaps a previous criminal record related to that, or if you're coming from a country where, uh, you know, child sex trafficking or, you know, any things like that, uh, you know, might 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 occur, uh, then then. With with the previous standard that the government recommended, which is reasonable general concern, Sterling, every border agent should have reasonable general concern about every traffic. Mm-hmm. That's their job. That's right. Uh, but to but to select someone based on the lowest standard possible, which is undefined in Canadian law, I thought was unfair for Canadians and their charter protection to privacy. We know that this government is very control-focused. Uh, they're, they're keeping a lot of, for example, pandemic restrictions and limitations of movement, etc., right down to and including the ArriveCan app unnecessarily, not because it has anything to do with health and science anymore. It has everything to do with control and the degree of control they get to exercise over the daily lives of Canadians. They like it. So what do you think the chances of your amendments to the wording of this bill, which would reduce the government's ability to control, what do you think the chances are of it making through the House? Because you you can pass it through the Senate. What about the House? So, of course, they have to uh, they have to agree to, to the amendments that we have. We essentially wrote a new bill. Right. Uh, and, 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 and took out the offensive, what I felt for, were offensive, uh, offensive language towards Canadians and their privacy. And you're absolutely right. The government is far too deeply into our uh, into our personal lives and control. Um, so they can they can withdra- reject our amendments. You know, they have they have every right to do that. Uh, and of course, now they have an operating majority uh, with their partnership with the NDP. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's ex- so they might reject all our amendments. The other two amendments uh, is that the search must be in non-connectivity mode. So you can't be responsible for something that might be found on the cloud or on the Internet just because it might pass through your phone. Right. Uh, and the other, of course, the other issue, Sterling, is protection of privileged documents, lawyer-client privilege, documentation, mm-hmm. anything commercially sensitive. So we put, we put amendments in to protect Canadians' privacy. Uh, but yes, the government has a proclivity and a, and, a, and a great comfort into reaching into our personal lives. Uh, so they, they may reject these amendments, and uh, if they do, and it's sent back to the Senate, uh, we'll have to address it then. Interesting. Uh, Senator Wells, I know you've got to get back to that meeting, sir, and it's about, my last question is about the meeting you're about to return to. In the course of discussing with your parliamentary colleagues from all over Europe uh, what the, the security arrangements going on right now vis-a-vis Russia and Ukraine, how much pressure are you, a representative of the Canadian government, getting from your European colleagues to get the Blinken oil and natural gas supplies flowing across the Atlantic to take the pressure off Europe dependency on Russia. I, I don't imagine it's formal, but I'll bet you there's a lot of sidebar conversations going on in the in the hallways. You hit the nail right on the head, and you're talking to to, to me from Newfoundland and Labrador, exactly. petroleum producing province, uh, which has direct access to European markets. We don't need pipelines. We just fill up the tankers from our offshore uh, production uh, platforms, and it and it goes. So I've spoken on that before, and I've spoken in European uh, at European conferences before, specifically on that. Uh, that that is, you're absolutely right. It's it, and you say it's you know it's in the sidelines of the conference, but it's also front and center because we have to have levers of control. 
uh, against Russians. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we can't, you know, tell Germany just, you know, quit cold turkey when there's nothing there to replace it. And we should have been preparing for this day for years. That's right, because otherwise Germany freezes in the dark and that begins this winter. And that's not something anyone wants to anticipate. I wish you considerable success with your meeting, Senator Wells. And I do thank you again for taking a few moments to be with us on our show here in Vancouver. Thanks very much. Good to have you with us, David. Thanks very much, Sterling. Have a great weekend. Our pleasure, sir. And you also, Senator David Wells, uh, representing Newfoundland and Labrador in the Senate. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.